24-7. Mojo 5 Hello and welcome to the Pat Oni Show right here on Mojo 5 I'm your host, Pat Oni. And I hope, I sincerely hope that you had a fantastic Independence Day. I hope you got your barbecue on. I hope you got to see some, some great fireworks and enjoy some time with family and friends and enjoy a, a, a what I would hope, at least it was for me, a much-needed day off. And uh, speaking of fireworks, by the way, uh, if, if you hear fireworks in the background of my show uh it's because there's fireworks going off uh right now as i'm as i'm doing my show and uh it, and i can actually see it from my office window so if you hear just like this like slight popping noise it's the majestic sound of fireworks and and honestly i'm getting the majestic view too as i'm doing the show it's really really cool i it's it's like wow cool fireworks and i get to do my radio show all at the same time so uh if you if you hear that just be aware and uh speaking of which you know it is summertime it is hot outside and you know i'm sure you all were barbecuing and stuff on on there on the 4th of july i hope you had a cat cooler you know, because cat coolers, I mean, they're awesome, first of all. Uh, you know, they, they pretty much keep your ice and keep your drinks cold up to seven days. Uh, so <laughs> if you're outside, you know, you're taking the kids to t-ball, baseball, softball, or you're taking them to camping or, or whatever the case may be, make sure you get you a cat cooler because uh, just a normal cooler doesn't cut it. It doesn't, doesn't cut it. I mean, who wants to be constantly putting ice in the cooler all the time, right? So make sure you go to Cat Coolers and use that promo code PAT, uh, and it is, uh, I guarantee you, it's worth it, especially if you spend a lot of time outdoors. I now want to read a letter, a letter of sorts, a letter that I'm not sure many of us read anymore. And so I thought I would read it on my show. It starts... When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station of which laws, the laws of nature and of nature's God, entitle them a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that they are these, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish uh, 
and to institute new government laying its foundation of su on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness prudence indeed will dictate the government that governments long established should not be changed for the light and transient causes and accordingly all experience has shown that man that shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms the, the forms to which they are accustomed but when a long train of abuses and a usurpations pursuing invariably the same object invents a design to reduce them under absolute depotism. It is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which contains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present king of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations of having in direct object the establishment of absolute tyranny over these states. To, to prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. He has refused to assent to laws the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden the governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained. And when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people, unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in their legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the <clears throat> depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. He has dissolved represent he has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invasions of the rights of the people. He has refused for a long time and such delusions to cause others to be elected whereby the legislative powers incapable of annihilation have returned to the people at large for their exercise. The state remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasion from without and convulsions within. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these states for that purpose, obstructing the laws of naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither and raising the conditions of new appropriations of lands. 
He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. He has made judges dependent on his will, alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount of payment of their salaries. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass other people and eat out their substance. He has kept among us, in times of peace, standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. He has effected to render the military independent and superior to the civil power. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our constitution and unacknowledgement of our law by our laws, giving his assent to their acts to pretended legislation, for quartering large parties of armed troops among us, for protecting them by mock by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit in inhabitants of these states. For cutting off trade with all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for depriving us in many cases of the benefit of trial by jury, for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses, for abolishing the system of English laws in a neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government, and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it at once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies. For taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments. For suspending the legislatures and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for us in all cases whatsoever. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. He is at at this time, transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny already begun with circumstances of cruelty, perfidy, scarce, scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages and totally unworthy, the head of a civilized nation. He has constrained our fellow citizens, taken captive on high seas to bear arms against the country, to become the executioners of their friends and brethren, or to fall themselves by their hands. He has ex <clears throat> excited domestic insurrections amongst us, and has endeavored to bring on inhabitants of our frontiers, the merciless Indian savages, whose no known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant, is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. 
nor have nor have we been wanting in attentions to our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded them of the circumstances of our immigration and settlement here. And we have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity. And we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these asseverations, which would inevitably interrupt our connection and correspondence. They too have been deaf to the voice of justice and the continuity. We must therefore acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation and we hold them as we hold the rest of mankind enemies in war and peace friends. We therefore, the representatives of the United States of America and General Congress, assembled appealing to the Supreme Judge of the world for the rectitude and the intentions due in the name and authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of the right ought to be free and independent states, and they absolve from allegiance to the British crown and all political connection between them, and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as free and independent states they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and do all other acts and things which independent states may right, may of right do. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. That was the Declaration of Independence. It was signed by 56 men. These 56 men, when they signed that document, they were committing treason. They were committing what was considered at the time to be the highest crime imaginable. All for the sake of freedom. In that last line, and for the support of this declaration with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. That is, without a doubt, my favorite line of the Declaration of Independence. It's been a long time since I've read this, and I, I figured it's probably been a long time since many of us have even heard it, and probably read it ourselves. It's something that 
I think many of us need to be reminded of. These men were brave. They were revolutionaries. They knew that if they lost, they would all be hanged. In fact, I think Benjamin Franklin said uh, that we must all hang together because most assuredly, we will all hang separately. You see, the 4th of July, Independence Day, it is my favorite, my absolute favorite holiday. And not because of the fireworks, not because of the barbecues, or, or even time spent with friends and family. No. It, it, for me, it serves as a reminder that we are a free nation, that we are an American nation. That yes, while we have our problems, that we've never, never, ever been without problems. We've always had them. That despite of those things, that we are free. We have liberty. We have rights. We have unalienable rights. Not granted by our Constitution. Not granted by our Bill of Rights or even by the Declaration of Independence. But by God himself. And all 56 men that signed this declaration understood that. And they understood that fighting for that freedom, fighting for our liberty, our rights, our unalienable rights was worth dying for. It was worth risking everything for. And I just, I can't help but think to myself, what happened? You know, as I started reading this, I realized something. We don't talk this way anymore. We don't. We don't talk about our rights, our freedom, our country with reverence, with respect. We treat our, our, our freedoms, or at least a lot of us nowadays treat our freedoms as something that we can disregard for the sake of security and false equality. It's true. We, and I don't know if it's because our public education system, you know, not teaching us history the way that they probably should be. I don't know if it's a, a failure as as parents that we haven't taught our children the history of this great country. I I don't know. Or, or maybe we've just become a nation that is just entitled. Maybe we've become a nation that has just forgotten its history, forgotten the blood and tears and sacrifices that our ancestors made for us to be where we are today. You know, I look at other countries in the world. I look at like Venezuela. I look at the Congo. I look at, you know, a lot of different places in Europe even. We have it so good. 
We do. We're not perfect. We never were. We were never going to be perfect. But we can be free. As long as we understand and respect our history, our freedom, the unalienable rights that God has given us, that as John Adams once said, that the Constitution is meant for a moral and religious people. If we can truly understand those things, then we will be blessed. We will be free. We will be America. But as we forget these things, as we go down this road of self-entitlement, of failing to respect each other and each other's rights, each other's liberties and freedoms, this nation will continue to deteriorate. We will continue to go down that rabbit hole. We will see people trying to erase the freedoms that our ancestors and brave men and women even today have fought for be slowly whittled away. I don't tell you this to be fearful. I tell you this because this is what I see. I pray that I'm wrong. I pray that we can get back to being the kind of people that pledge their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor to protect each other from tyranny, oppression, and to help each other protect our individual liberties and our unalienable rights. But right now, right now I got to tell you a little bit about Patriot Mobile. And at Patriot Mobile, you know, Everybody knows that Google, YouTube, they aren't just trying to silence conservatives. And that includes Facebook and Twitter as well. No, 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 no. They're trying to manipulate the next 2020 election. They are. They don't want to see President Trump get reelected. They want somebody that supports their causes. And that is more or less anti-freedom is what they want to see in office. But not Patriot Mobile. Meanwhile, other big mobile companies are taking the proceeds from your mobile phone and funding progressive candidates and causes. This includes promoting illegal immigration, abortion, and gun control. Patriot Mobile doesn't want to do that. They want to support causes that you and I believe in. They support things like a secure border. They support being pro-life and saving the most innocent among us from infanticide. They support things like the Second Amendment because, honestly, Second Amendment, for those that you know don't know, it's kind of an unalienable right. I have the right to bear arms, and it shall not be infringed. But the only way, the only way that we can make sure that our values are, are here to stay, 
to make sure that we stick together and to make sure that our country remains great, that means supporting each other. It means supporting companies like Patriot Mobile. And the, one of the best parts about them is that they are veteran-led. They have unlimited plans starting as low as 25 bucks a month. And you get the same crystal clear nationwide service with a portion of your billing going to support the causes you believe in. So if you go to patriotmobile.com and you use the promo code, come on over, you will get the first month for free. Yeah, you heard me. Go to patriotmobile.com. Use the promo code come on over and you'll get the first month for free. You're listening to the Patterny Show right here on Mojo50. Uh, you can find me over on the Twitter at the Patterny Show, on Instagram, Patterny Show, over on the Facebook, and on MeWe. And I've got a great story coming up, so you'll want to stick around. And I'll be right back right after this. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for a dish today. You get great service and you do some good in the world with Patriot Mobile. Sign up for a Patriot Mobile account today. Start saving money, get great coverage, and do a little bit of good because they support companies, organizations, and candidates that you like. It's PatriotMobile.com slash doc. PatriotMobile.com slash doc. Dr. Ken Brown here, host of Gut Check Project with my co-host, Eric Rieger. Eric, we've been seeing Mojo guys over there and over here at Spoonie talk about Atrontil for bloating. I've seen in my practice that Atrontil is a whole lot more than just a bloating product. Yes, it does a whole lot more than just fix bloating because of the polyphenols that you find in Atrontil. You're exactly right. The polyphenols are those molecules that we find in the Mediterranean diet. It makes vegetables and fruits very colorful. What are some of the things that these polyphenols do, Eric? These polyphenols can actually stop inflammation. They can help you have more energy. They can help you with anti-aging. And polyphenols are great for athletes. It sounds like it's going to help a whole lot more people than just bloating. Tell me how everybody should be taking Atrontil. If you want to dose Atrontil, it's two capsules three times a day, basically with your meals. But if you aren't bloated and you just want that polyphenol intake every day, two to three capsules a day will work for you. Go to lovemytummy.com slash mojo. You know what makes you feel really good about yourself? Doing something good for somebody else. And if you'd like to do that today, go to JDRF.org. Join them in the fight against type 1 diabetes. JDRF.org. It's something good you can do for the world. JDRF.org. Welcome back to the Pat Oni Show, right here on Mojo Five O. I'm your host, Pat Oni. If you didn't hear me before the break, as I said, you can always find me on the social media. You can find me over on the Twitter at the Pat Oni Show. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. It's also the Pat Oni Show. Uh, you can also even find me over on the MeWe. And I, I tell you what, this audience, I, I, I got to start off this this bottom of the hour talking about this this audience is the greatest audience in all of radio I cannot tell you how thankful I am to have each and every one of you as part of this audience I love you guys like this is you guys are what make 
doing this show every Saturday from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern so incredibly enjoyable. And I'm not just saying this stuff. I'm telling you the truth. I wish I could interact with with you more. Um, Stephen Airy, when I was filling in for Dylan a couple weeks ago, outed me as my show being pre-recorded. Not that it was a secret or anything, but uh, this show is pre-recorded, so that's why if you can hear fireworks in the background, which I'm getting quite the show right now, right outside my office window. It's it's awesome. Every year since I've lived here, I've never had to go anywhere for fireworks because I can just... I can sit here from the comfort of my own home, whether it be my office window, the back porch, pretty much most rooms in my house, and get a pretty enjoyable fireworks show over Fourth of July weekend. It is, it is, it is, it's really kind of cool. Like I, I don't have to go deal with crowds or anything. But anyway, even when my show airs, I, I don't get the chance to uh, interact as much as I would like, and so. I, I do appreciate everyone's understanding, and if you do tweet at me, if you do message me on MeWe or on Facebook or whatever, I will get back to you. I promise. Uh, it is. I, I do make a concerted effort to to check in from time to time, and um, I, I I I just love interacting with this audience, and I I, I don't want you to feel like that um, I'm ever avoiding you or anything like that. It's just you know. With a, with a busy work week and then, you know, um, having the show pre-recorded, I'm usually out and about, you know, right around the time my show airs. So I'm trying to make more time, um, especially when my show is airing, um, to, to be there so I can be chatting live uh, when the show airs. But uh, all of you, you guys are awesome. Uh, I love you all. Thanks for always listening. Um, it really does mean a lot. And I hope you listen to other shows on Mojo Five O as well. Um, you know, we've got the big ones with the Daily Mojo with Brad Staggs and Brandon Morris and Conservative Cartel with uh, Matt Locke. And, uh, of course, you know, we've always got the the big man behind the glass, uh, you know, Ron Phillips. And, and uh, you know, the Bells of Liberty are on right before me. They, they are absolutely great. And Adrian Slade's on right after me. Of course, you have Matt Holloway on, on the Holonet that's also on Saturday nights. And uh, also the Big Sarge. You know, like he's everybody here. Everybody here is absolutely awesome. I love working with all of them. Um, It it is an honor to be able to call them family, if you will. Um, And this audience is also very much a part of that family. And with that said, I have a story to tell. And uh, actually, some of you jackholes and jill holes actually... Uh, kind of participated in this story a little bit. Some of you, uh, this goes back to a Facebook post that I that I put up on my personal page, um, and it's actually on my on my show page as well. Uh, the other day, and uh, and I'll I'll describe it here in a second. But but some of you liked it, shared it, uh, even commented on it. And um, for, for those of you that especially commented, uh, thank you. I I appreciate it, and you'll understand why here in just a second. Um. This this is actually kind of a newer experience for me. Now, I've been in heated arguments before. Uh, I've been in some pretty, pretty nasty debates before. But I can't say that I've ever 
really been in a conversation with with anyone that was so incredibly offended. And they were offended over what I consider to be a 4th of July post, an Independence Day post. Um, and, And as many of you know, last month was Pride Month for the LGBTQ LMNOP community. Um, I always used to thought it was just Pride Week, but then somewhere along the lines it became Pride Month, you know, whatever. Let me just say this first. I will defend their right to march and have a parade and, and have their freedom of speech. I absolutely support it. That, however, does not mean that I have to support their values because I don't. And I've been pretty outspoken about this over the years. I don't support the values of the LGBT community. I believe that homosexuality, or at least acting on homosexuality, is a sin. As a Christian, that is what I believe. That does not mean, however, that I hate someone because they're gay or bi or whatever. It does not mean that. Because, like them, I too am a sinner. I'm not judging them. I'm not judging anyone. I'm not attacking anyone. Like I said, they have the right to free speech, just like I do. They have the right to fly their rainbow flags and and march down whatever city they want to march down and celebrate. They have the right to do so. I also have the right to not participate. And because I don't participate, that shouldn't automatically label me, or anyone for that matter, a racist, homophobe, or bigot. No, no. Those terms really only apply if I were trying to take their rights away. But I'm not doing that. I'm not even advocating for it. However, I've been known, and, and honestly, this this applies to anyone. This isn't just to the LGBT. This applies just, just as much to me as it does to them. Everyone, as Doc would say, is mockable. Um, so poking a little fun and using a little satire to make a point... I've been known to do that from time to time, and I did that on July 4th, on Independence Day. I posted a flag. It was a picture of the Betsy Ross flag, and it said in the captions, Pride Month is here, July 1st through July 31st. Now... What is wrong with that? I personally don't see a problem with it. I mean, the LGBT, you know, they they had their right, you know, they they did all their marching and parading and share social media stuff, sharing Pride Month and all, all sorts of stuff last month. And... Yes, while I while I poke fun at certain things like 
their continued attacks on things like Chick-fil-A. I also don't not support them. So, so they are fine to do whatever they want. I don't necessarily support their values, but they are fine to do whatever they please. Um, but I should also have the right to do as I please. I should have the right to show pride in things that I care about, as should anyone for that matter. This has nothing to do with uh, being gay or straight or bi or trans or whatever. This post had nothing to do with those things. Yes, it is a play off of Pride Month. It is a play off of the LGBT Pride Month. It's just using a little satire to make a point. And that point is is that <laughs> I just want to be as prideful about America, about my country, as the LGBT community is about themselves. What in the hell is wrong with that? Well, some people had an issue with it. Some people actually came on and commented and thought it was an ignorant, offensive post. Though it was never meant to be such a thing, I was not trying to attack anyone. I actually thought, if anything, I might just get a few likes, a few laughs, you know, things like that. But but I, I didn't think it would become the explosion of comments, if you will, by a, just a handful of people. And I don't know. I, I guess I guess what I'm getting at is here is, there were people on there that were trying to say that I was deliberately trying to offend or attack a group of people. Au contraire. I, I really don't. Here's the thing. I really don't care what the LGBT community does and thinks. I don't care at the end of the day because I don't share their values. That doesn't make me homophobic. It just means I disagree with them. You know, and they can disagree with me all they want. That's fine. We all have the right to an opinion. We all have the right to free speech. We have those rights. And what offends me may not offend you and vice versa. But as Doc Thompson always used to say, the best way to not be offended is, well, don't be offended. Taking offense to anything at all has and always will be a personal choice. So you don't like what I have to say. So you don't like how I show pride for my country. So you don't like that I use a little bit of satire to make a point. That's fine. You don't have to like it. No one has to like what I say behind this microphone every Saturday. No one has to agree with me. I can live with that. But apparently there were a few people that couldn't. And, you know, we're just being jerks, really. Um, and ironically, as, as they were calling me ignorant, they were being very ignorant themselves. Usually, you know, when you when you try to have, you know, like I always respect someone when they come on, they want to try to have a civil conversation. 
I have a hard time respecting someone when they come on and they start using name calling, for example. If you have to use name calling to make your point in any kind of civil discourse, you've already lost. And, and here's the thing. If you're coming to me or to anyone for that matter, and this, this, this truth applies to just as much to me as it does to anyone, but if you're going to that person and you're just going to them for the sake of trying to win an argument, you're doing it wrong. No, no. What should have happened here is some civil discourse, and it didn't. It didn't even start that way. And, well, I was just trying to say, hey, I'm just trying to su support, you know, pride for my country, and I'm just being a little satirical about it, but, you know, people take offense. And I, it got me wondering, why are people so offended over a simple Facebook post? Why? Why is it, and somebody actually pointed out, that there are no American backdrops on Facebook. No photos or frames or anything like that, but there are for the LGBT community. Why is that? Why is it okay for one community to show pride in something and for someone else that doesn't agree with them to show pride in something that's not even really relevant to them. Using their terminology, fine, you know, like like I, I get that. But that's, that shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. So why is it okay for one and not the other? Why is it offensive for one and not the other? I mean, what if I took offense to my neighbor hanging a pride flag on their property? Do I have the right to remove that flag or to complain to them about that flag? My answer has always been no. As long as it's not on my property, they can do whatever they want with it. I don't care. So why does it matter if I do something that is similar in nature? Why is that considered offensive? Well, see, as I was saying earlier, offense has always been in the eye of the beholder. What offends me may not offend you and vice versa. And to take offense is always and always will be a personal choice. We are a society that has, as, as Glenn Beck would say, addicted to outrage. So when we're scrolling through our, our, our Facebook feeds, our Twitter feeds, Instagram, or whether we're flipping channels on the TV, and we see something that we don't like or that we don't agree with, we become outraged to the point that we have to say something, to the point that all civil dis discourse and discussion just goes out the window because we're outraged. For what? Because somebody had an opinion? Because somebody had an opinion that you didn't agree with? I mean, the last time I checked, this is the United States of America, where we have the right 
to have an opinion about whatever the hell we want. Whether I agree with it or not is irrelevant. In fact, my advice has always been, if you see something on Facebook or on TV or Twitter, whatever social media platform you're using, and you don't agree with it, unless you're planning to have a civil discussion about it and, and, and really try to understand why it's there in the first place and what that person's thoughts are, keep scrolling. Be an adult. Keep scrolling. Because if you have to result to name-calling, if you have to result to insults, then you've already lost. And as Skip Lacombe would always say, get off the Facebook, bro. Or rather, he referenced Twitter most of the time, but it still applies here. If, if that's the case, get off the Facebook, bro. Just saying. Then, of course, you know, we've got the whole... Nike debacle that that happened this week, and I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it because I know, I know it's been discussed to the nth degree all over the media. Um, I know the guys over at Mojo Five O have talked about it this week, but you know because I do like sports and I do kind of find some of these stories fascinating at times, I'm going to just talk, just touch on it briefly, and that. It's also 4th of July weekend, and just kind of keeping up with the theme here, I suppose. But, you know, Kaepernick uh, complained to Nike because Nike was releasing a shoe that had the Betsy Ross flag on the back. For those of you that don't know, Betsy Ross uh, is created a, what, the, one of the, the first, if not the first, American flag. It had the the stars that go around in the circle, and it had the stripes and stuff on it. Um, Kaepernick apparently finds it offensive. And because he found it offensive, he told Nike to not, to basically not not, uh, sell the shoe. And so Nike, very quietly, or rather not so quietly, asked... uh, their their retailers to send the shoes back that they're not going to sell the shoes. Now I have a question here. Uh, why does Kaepernick have any kind of control over Nike? I mean, I I know he had the whole commercial thing. What was like a year or so ago? Um, and it made Nike a lot of money. I mean, is that why? Because the last I checked, Nike is its own company. They they are capable of making decisions for themselves. Um, so why why does Kaepernick have so much pull with Nike? It's almost like he's kind of got them by the by the stones, and he's kind of done the whole grab twist and pull thing. And uh, Nike will. will do anything at his beck and call. Now, Kaepernick Kaepernick is no patriot, by the way. Kaepernick does not like America. Never mind you that Colin Kaepernick had it all. He was a star on the San Francisco 49ers. He was the star quarterback. He played against my favorite team in the Super Bowl, the Baltimore Ravens, and almost won. 
he led that team practically almost back to victory. I mean, they they were down by a lot in that Super Bowl. And he brought them. They only lost by like two points. He was actually really, really good. And he was getting a lot of attention. And then the next couple of years, his stats started to go down. And he started losing that attention. And then what does he do? He starts kneeling for the national anthem. And he gets cut from the, the San Francisco 49ers, which thankfully they did. You know, they let him go. I don't know if they actually cut him, but they, they didn't uh, they didn't bring him back after he started doing that. And since then, he's not been able to get on any NFL team. Now, say what you want about Colin Kaepernick. He might be actually better than a lot of quarterbacks in the league. <coughs> he really might be. But if I'm a coach, if I'm an owner of any team, if I'm if I'm a general manager, I don't want a player like Colin Kaepernick in my locker room. And the reason why is because his kind of attitude can be very bad for morale. His kind of attitude can be a huge distraction in the locker room. As a coach, as a GM, I don't want that kind of distraction come game time. I want you focused on what your job is, and that is to play a game. You see, Colin Kaepernick had it really good. He had it so good that he went and he blew it all away. And for what? I'm not even sure he believes the crap that he's standing up for. I really don't know. I don't care. However, for the sake of consistency, I support his right to free speech. I support his right. I even support his right to kneel. I don't like it. I don't have to watch it. In fact, I actually boycotted the NFL that year because I didn't want to see politics in a game. I go to I go to watch football to forget about the politics for the escape. But they had every right to do what they did. And every team has every right to weigh the managed players the way that they want. If they're fine with it, it doesn't really matter. But each individual team is its own business, and each business also has the right to their own free speech as well. I don't have to like it, and therefore I don't have to watch it. It's the same concept. Colin Kaepernick doesn't like these Nike shoes. You know what the easiest solution is here? He doesn't have to buy a pair. He doesn't have to wear them. Why 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 would Nike take that take that opportunity away for for something a lot of Americans actually might like on their shoes really? Why would they take that opportunity away? Really, it's just, I think it's just another thing to stir the pot about. It's another thing to cause some controversy and get some attention. I think that's what it really comes down to. But then, you know, Julian Castro and Francis, 
also weighed in on this, and they, they expressed their support for Nike. And, again, they have every right to do so, but uh, when it comes election time and they wonder why they suck, they might point back to this moment as one of those moments that made them not so popular among Americans. I mean, Julian, let me see if I can find the clip here. Uh, he, the man's an idiot. And uh, can basically compares the Betsy Ross flag to the Confederate flag. Here it is. Let me see if I can play it. I get your take on that because we're living in a time where there's a different type of uh, sensitivity and sensibility about race. Yeah, well, you know, and I was glad to see that. And um, my hope is that that they didn't just do it to do it, that they understand the significance there. And look, there are a lot of things in our history that are still very painful. The Confederate flag that still flies in some places Mm -hmm. uh, and is used as a symbol. And uh, I believe that we need to move toward an inclusive America that understands that pain, that doesn't wipe it away from history in the sense that it still belongs in a museum or we need to read about it and understand the significance because that's how you learn and make sure that we don't make the same mistakes in the future, mm-hmm. but does not glorify it, does not celebrate it. Mm-hmm. And uh... What? What did he just say? First of all, I don't, I don't worship the Betsy Ross flag. It's not the official flag of the United States anymore. It is, however, a part of our history. Therefore, I don't mind it if it's on my, my, my apparel. See, here's the thing that, that uh, Julian Castro and Francis O'Rourke don't understand. They don't have to wear the shoes. That doesn't mean a lot of Americans don't want shoes like that. Maybe they do. And they're okay with Nike taking that away from, from their, their consumers? Seems a little nutty to me. Um, they also really don't understand the Betsy Ross flag. They don't. They don't understand the history of it. They they think it's offensive somehow. I don't. I don't know how it's offensive. It was one of the first, if not the first, American flag. So I don't know what the big deal is, and I don't know how you can compare it to the Confederate flag because the two representations of both both flags completely different from the other. So. If it's not something you like, then it's not something you have to buy. But if it's something that someone else likes, then why are you trying to stop them from buying it? Just saying. Anyway, I need to tell you about Minostalgia. Minostalgia, I mean, it is grill season. And I love to grill. I'm going to be doing a lot of grilling this weekend. Uh, it is... Um, <clears throat> it is... One of my favorite things to do. It is one of my favorite uh, pastimes. I don't like to cook much, but I do like to grill. Um, and Minestudge has got a great, great sampler pack crate for you. It's got a bunch of different kinds of seasonings in it, different kind of marinades, and it is absolutely delicious. I highly, highly recommend you check it out. Uh, if you go to mojowildrice.com, use that promo code GRILL10, uh, you'll get 10% off. That's mojowildrice.com. Promo code GRILL10. So go to go there now, and uh, you'll get 10% off. Well, as always, Jack Holes, Jill Holes, it is that time. I thank you very much for being here. Uh, as always, remember, don't get lost. Remember who you are, and know 
means no. And I'll see you next week. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba.